welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your coach for this episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of the downloads, the shares. Thank you for the feedback. This is really helpful, guys, and I want you to keep spreading the word. People are getting it. And hey, there would be no need for a podcast without your you listeners. So thank you so much. Don't forget to check me out on my social media pages. I am Renee Roberts. And check out my website, www.iamreneroberts.com. You can go there, click the, you can even get the podcast from there. And you can also find out how to book a session with me if you're interested in some private coaching. I would love for you to join the team with me on that. So as always, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and forward progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward with my good friend, Christine Altador. She's in the house with me today. She is so funny. She's looking like, friend? Now I have to tell you the backstory on that. You know, Christine has been with me for I don't know how many years, but um, we started off with a uh, pastor-member relationship uh, that evolved into a mentor-mentee relationship, Mm -hmm. and um, she is now my friend. So I think that's an amazing progression. Uh, That's what life is all about, progressing in relationships, which makes me excited about talking about what we're going to be talking about today as we continue this. This is a continuation, guys, from the last episode, talking about the whys and hows of settling. But let me not rush. Let me give Christine a chance to greet you guys. Christine, talk to the people. Hi, people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to be back for uh, the second part of this conversation. Yeah. A lot of... A lot of truths being um, lit up. So let's do this. Say lit up. Lit I like up. the way she said that. Um, Christine, tell them, tell the people what you do. For those that may not have listened to the last episode, you know. Well, if you didn't listen to the last episode, shame on you. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm a registered marriage and family therapist intern in the state of Florida, working with emerging adults on anxiety and self-identification. Awesome. And she is amazing. So um, I'll have her give us some more information at the end of this episode, but um, stay tuned so you can get that. And I'm going to drop her information in the notes of this podcast, so you can also check the notes when you are done listening to this episode. But we want to get into it, Christine. We were talking last episode about the relationships, dating. Mm -hmm. We touched a little bit on marriage, but we were really strong on the whole singlehood of settling Mm -hmm. in relationships. And... I wanted to continue on with that. I know we had some other things in mind that we were going to talk about, but this is really good. (laughs) It is. You know, and I think today's episode is going to be really hot because I personally want to get into the the settling for sex, you know, um, in our single, and I'm just saying our because I want to be included in that, um, in our dating relationships. (laughs) I say that, guys, because y'all know I've been married for 100 years. So, um, you know, somewhere around there. But, you know, we want to get into that about uh, the sexual part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we're in, a, we're in a generation, we're in an era where people are literally, like, sex is, what, common? 
yeah. commonplace, right? right? You know, mm-hmm. some people do it. Be, I mean, do you think there's a large percentage, percentage that does it for love now? Yes. I yeah. think they still exist. They still around? Yeah. Okay. Um, but the emergings, the emergence are those that are just... I mean, it's happening earlier, you know. Um, I mean, not even earlier. I feel like back in the day, people were still having sex in high school and things like that. It was kind of late for us, though. Okay. You know, like, I, I, was, I was a virgin until I was 17. 16, I'm sorry. Okay. 16, yeah. 16. But, um... I think these kids are doing it earlier than that now. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I and I think it's what the I think the bigger the bigger uh, contrast is that uh, it's more accepted right now. Right. You know, before if they were doing it, they couldn't be counted because mm-hmm. nobody was saying it. It's more accepted, and then we can't forget um, women's revolution, which provided birth control mm. so you, there's not that fear of getting pregnant but behold the STDs guys okay but that's another whole podcast we don't have time to go into that today but let's talk about this well let me let me give the definition again for settle okay. just so everyone can be up to speed uh, and the main things I want I want you all to remember I'm not going to read the long definition but I want you to remember about settling is that is when you are uh accepting something that is less than satisfactory to you right right mm-hmm. is less than satisfactory to you and sometimes that type of acceptance makes us complacent um and makes us uh just be comfortable right. in situations that are not satisfactory to us so we got the gist of where we're going with the settling so now let's talk chris about this sex situation with the singles and the married okay okay uh, where we are just literally in relationships that are not meeting our standards, but they can put it down in the bedroom. I mean, it may not have to be the bedroom, but you get what I'm saying. Okay. You know, they can put it down, okay. and um, but they treat us like crap. Hmm. Well, we, we can have sex, but you don't know how to care for my heart. We can have sex... But you demean me. We can have sex. And you can't see the light of day. I only see you at night. Ooh. But you think you're in a relationship. Girl, can I sip my water sure, real quick? Go ahead. <laughs> I call those night crawlers. Night crawlers? I am going. Okay, I can't scream on the podcast. You can scream. <laughs> I call those night crawlers. Like, you only surface. Like, what are you, a vampire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we settle for that. And we're willing to do almost any... Like, we do things... Talk to me. I'm I not think, single. So, you know, those... Well, the night crawlers. Let's mm-hmm. go there. Sometimes they fool themselves into thinking that, okay, if I do this enough, then it'll translate into an actual relationship. Ooh. Wow. So they'll continue sleeping. They'll continue meeting up. They'll continue answering the phone at night, which is the only time they usually communicate, mm-hmm. and give in to what that person wants. Jeez. What does that say about their worth, though? I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, what, what the heck? Like, what does that say about a person's worth? And if you are listening... 
this is and and this is like a t- if this is touching home, mm-hmm. please don't take it as an attack. Right. We are literally just kind of shedding some light, like illuminating um, the situation. We're not here to judge it, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to start building our self worth, and not just as women. Men do it, you know. Men have to deal with it also. I think we just see or hear about it more from the women's perspective and it could be more pride from men like they're not going to tell somebody like she's using me you know she's night crawling on me you know (laughs) it may not be you know for sex but other things right lunch money money right (laughs) can you pay my phone bill can i get some help you know and that those types of things but we're not what would you say is the greater the greatest or i would say the greater uh, needs that should be satisfied in a relationship, not the not just we because I think we we're too tangibly focused. You know, we focus too much on what they can do for me. Can they pay my bills? Can they do this? But what about the the what are those things that are actually needed? You know, for a healthy relationship. I mean, I think it varies for each person based off of who you are. You're gonna have different needs, but some commonalities as far as support encouragement, you know, communication in the sense of you're just not listening to me talk and forgetting about what I shared with you last week or a month ago. Like, you know, seriously, you, hear me. Yes. you hear me, right. So having somebody that acknowledges you, not just wow. tolerates you. Wow. Wow. Um, safety. Mm. And you talk a lot about that emotional safety. Yeah. So, you know, to me, if you feel scared, to share certain things or scared to be who you are, that's an indicator that maybe that's not the best relationship for you. Come on. Toxicity at best. You know, it amazes me that relationships have become, I would say poor relationships, have become more like a carbon monoxide, you know, where it's toxic, but... You don't you don't really feel it or see it mm-hmm. until it's too late. Yeah, you know, and that's how carbon monoxide creeps up on you. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know. You could be asleep, and and the gas is you know, yeah, it's a gas leak, and then that's it. And is that that's it? You may just stay asleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and but I believe that's the 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 error with, and that's how. Uh, these toxic relationships do us, you know, and we don't really see that settling um, is is a toxic behavior in itself. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's good. That's that's a toxic behavior pattern. If if we're settling, I know a lot of times we focus on what the other individual is doing to us, mm-hmm. but our own mindset, our own stance, mm-hmm. uh, our, our core, we lack, we lack core values. Right. You know, our, something's wrong with our own moral, moral fibers. Yeah. If we don't see that I shouldn't be settling just for any old thing that mm-hmm. I'm so much more worth, uh, I'm worth more than that. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm worth more than a night call or a night crawler. Right. I'm, I, you know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm worth more than inconsistency. Right. Yeah. I deserve that much. Right. You know, and I believe that uh, when we get to, uh, you were saying it in the, the last episode, dealing with some of these other underlying issues right. that keep us in this unworthy state, mm-hmm. uh, we'll then be able to start seeing a little more clearer about, you know, that I'm settling in this. I'm settling in this friendship. I'm settling in this relationship. I'm settling. Um, Because sex is not the only... Sex is good Mm -hmm. and all that. But... (laughs) But... 
it is it shouldn't be the deter it, it shouldn't be the thing that determines what keeps you in a particular right. connection or not do you agree with that That's I, my I do belief. agree with that i wonder about those that are settling having sex in these relationships but they're not enjoying it mm. <laughs> well honey what is listen okay this is judgment free <laughs> I, just, I don't know, Christine. I don't know. Like that, that one, that, that just threw me. That happens. Wow. But what are you getting out of it then? I don't know. Cause then there's also this, you know, narrative that if the person has all these other things and just that area is lacking, now you're borderline being picky. Hmm. No, I choose not to settle. You know, I feel like this, they can call it picky if they want. Um, I just choose not to settle, you know, um, I, people do it in marriage too. Mm-hmm. And, and it's even worse. And I will say it only from the perspective of, you know, married people, we are in this covenant. We're in this binding agreement, legal, legally binding agreement, right. you know? And so it's not so easy to just say, oh, I real I woke up today. I realized I settled, and I want to divorce. I want out. <laughs> you know, it's not that easy. Right. You know what I'm. And I'm not saying that it's easy for singles mm-hmm. as well. But we have there's some other things that are attached. Right. That yeah. makes that decision a little challenging. Mm-hmm. You know, not impossible, but challenging. But you, I've I've talked to people where they are in marriages, um, where. They're just having sex, you know, like Color Purple, the famous line of um, Seeley, you know, just let Master climb on top of me yeah. and do his business. Right. You know, that's that dynamic going on. <laughs> you know, the only time he touches me is for sex. The only time he's affectionate. Oh, I know when he wants sex because he's affectionate. When he's not, you know, if there's no affection, you know, if there's no sex, then there, I don't get touched. You know, and all of these types of things. And I'm thinking... Why do we settle for that? You know, why, like, what makes us settle? Now, you're, you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. You're a Christian. We're both Christians. You're still a Christian, right? Yes, I'm, I'm still a Christian. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but, okay, so we're both believers. We both, you know, have these beliefs. Um, our belief systems kind of form the same in, in regards to that. Uh, and we know that the Christians, we believe that... Um, with marriage, you know, you just, you keep fighting for it. Right. Right. You keep fighting for it. Um, I even know some that are extremists in that belief, Mm -hmm. uh, that they believe that no matter what happens, you keep fighting for it. I'm not under that persuasion. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm under the persuasion that we've been given life to enjoy and to, to live. And of course with enjoyment, there's going to come some pains and you know, the other side of life, but ultimately we should be enjoying life. Right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm in a relationship married or not, that's being abusive, that's being, uh, neglectful, um, any of those things that, you know, uh, don't take care of me. Right. Um, you don't have to stay in that. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not a a biblical principle, you know. Um, and I wanted to put that out there because I believe people 
feel like a lot of times they they settle because of the religion. Right. And you talk a lot about the scripture John 10:10. 10, 10. How is that enjoying life to the full till it overflows? That, that's my question to you. That's just rusty water. <laughs> like, and nothing flowing there. That's like a drip. Like, what that's is that? Poisonous that's poisonous water. Listen, you that's know, so and we stay unhappy in things. You know, I think out of everything we're saying, even, you know, between last episode, this episode, um, the, the, the main thing I want people to kind of pull away with is understanding that relationships are amazing. We need them. Mm-hmm. We need them to progress in life. We need them to fulfill purpose, all of these things, but not at the expense of settling. Not, there's no relationship that important. Mm-hmm that we should have to dumb down, right. you know, ourselves to. You deserve more. It's okay to ask for more. Mm. Tell them that again. I'm wondering, too, maybe some people grew up, you know, in a household where asking for more was frowned upon. Oh, that's good. So now, even though your needs, your heart is longing for this thing that you know is a possibility, you won't even fix your lips to ask. Because you're, you know, assuming that you're going to get rejected or denied. Wow. Wow. Or you're being too much or being greedy because you're asking for more. So your conditioning, your, your conditioning in your younger days mm-hmm. could definitely play, impact that in a negative way. Right. To the point where you, you settle. Wow. Thank it. Settle in silence. <laughs> That's a book. Hmm. Hmm. Christine and I are always coming up with book titles. That's a book. Don't y'all take it either. <laughs> I was wondering too. So with um, training as a therapist, they we do talk about the sex portion because as a marriage and family therapist, more than likely we're going to be working with couples and mm-hmm. sex is a part of relationships. So I was wondering how many of those married folks that may be settling in regards to that um, feel that it's okay to talk to their partner about the fact that they're not getting their needs met or talk to a therapist or, or coach about the fact that I'm not satisfied in this area. Let's yeah. change things. Wow. Yeah. I think it's just kind of like, oh no, Jesus doesn't want divorce. So let me just stick here and be miserable. And that's why they divorce and like nothing now yeah. because people are realizing like, no, we need help. You know, we, we should be able to listen, God created all things, you know, he created all truth, you know, uh, the the therapists, the counselors, the the psychologists, the you know the coaches, all of these instruments in the earth realm um, have their specialties in assisting you know in those areas of relationships. So if we choose not to get the help we need, right. then looks like we may be ending up you know causing a, a, a disruption in the relationship and and ultimately it ending. You know, right. which yeah. is which could be devastating. But um, I wanted to ask you a question about friends with benefits. Okay, that was a, a quick left. left. Yes, it, I just took a sharp left <laughs> yes. right there. You saw that because I'm looking at the time. I'm like, wait, we we got to hit this up really quick. Mm-hmm. Friends with benefits. Would you say that that dynamic is a settling dynamic? Hmm. Okay. Yes and no. Okay. We here for both answers. I'm going to go with the no first. <laughs> okay. Um, there are people in this world that truly can do that as a business transaction. Like, wow. We meet up, we do our appointment and keep it moving. 
Wow. I know it's hard to believe, but this is... I've, you I've, see my yeah. face, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just like... There are people... That's what it is. They don't want a relationship with that person. They might even have their own relationship going on, right? They just want that person for what they can provide for them sexually. And as long as it's mutual, it's okay. As long as it's mutual, it's okay. So in a friends with benefits relationship, most times that's a mutual most relationship. Most times it's mutual. Okay. Right. All right. So I can understand the no. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, as far as the yes... <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, what was the question again? Do you feel that that is a settling relationship? Yes, yes, it is settling because typically there is one person that wants more when that conversation isn't mutually agreed upon, Mm. when that relationship isn't mutually agreed upon. Mm -hmm. So let's say the girl just wants the guy for sex, that's her friend with benefit, but he's secretly deeply in love with her. Oh. Then, you know, emotions get involved and now here we have this unbalanced relationship where okay he's settling just to have time with her he's settling just to be able to see her her, her, but she's like bro you just you just a transaction yeah (laughs) (laughs) any transactions happening out there no I'm just teasing guys I'm just teasing oh my god I cannot believe we're out of time already I know right we didn't even get into some of the other stuff okay this is what's gonna have to happen we're going to have Christine back again. Um, I'll set up a time with you. Okay. And we'll arrange some things because I want to get into some more dialogue. This was good. Did, I know you all enjoyed this, all right? Um, but listen, overall, these settling things, we need to deal with them because we have not dealt with the hows. Right. We need to deal with the hows. Mm-hmm. I, I think I need to have her back for one more to close out the house. you think? And talk to my producer. My producer said yes. So, Chris, will you come back one more? One more for this and we'll... Uh, okay, yes, thank you. <laughs> Answer for her, guys. So, hey, check us out next episode. I promise you we're going to wrap this up really nicely and put it in a bow for you guys so that you can walk away from this topic with um, some closure. Yes? Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll catch you next time. Have a good one. I am